Can the Nuggets become the next NBA dynasty? They've only won one, but it's on the table. We'll talk about why. Plus, we'll preview the Bucks game here on Locked on Nuggets. You are Locked on Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us, being an everydayer, joining us Monday through Friday as we do have shows for you all throughout the week. Appreciate you guys being a part of our community. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your jobs for free. Terms and conditions apply. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. I'm coming to you from my mom's basement. No kidding. I am at my parents' house. Uh, had to help them with a family emergency if you missed Saturday night's show. Um, so I was, I am um, recording coming to you from literally my parents' basement as I try and get back to Denver, Colorado tomorrow, which I very much want to get back to. Um, but there's going to be a snowstorm. So I'm going to have to do I Somehow there's no snow where I live in Loveland. It completely missed us. I missed everything coming out of Denver this weekend, but it's hitting me here in Arkansas. That's just how that goes. Um, if the internet connection, by the way, is spotty for those of you listening on youtube.com, um, that would be why. And we'll have a, a audio version of the show up that you can listen to later. I'm doing the best I can here. I'm with you uh, solo on a Friday night. Adam Mares was hosting a party for some sort of sporting event. Um, and so he had people over and couldn't do it. And uh, Cam Swipa is... Um, I'm not sure what he's doing. Something about um, he was going to go cry in his car while listening to the saddest music imaginable about how it's not fair. Something about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm with you, and I'm happy to talk to you tonight. We're going to talk about uh, dynasties, and we're going to talk about why the Nuggets can be a dynasty. Uh, we're going to talk about how that can happen, why it's really on the table, despite just winning one championship. And then um, – We'll talk about what that's going to take and what that means and why it ties into Calvin Booth's approach to building the roster. We're also going to talk about the Bucks game in the last segment today on the show. Okay, so let's talk about this. The Nuggets have one championship. Okay, they have one championship, and that's it. They have one championship in their entire history. Okay, but there's an opportunity for them, I think, to, to have the kind of success that Calvin Booth has talked about, that Michael Malone has talked about, that this, friend, that this, this team has talked about, which is – the ability to win multiple, which would make you a dynasty if you're able to win three in a span of, I don't know, five years. Like you need to win like three in five years if you want to be a dynasty. And so the Nuggets, I think, definitely have that capability to do that. And they have the chance to go back to back this year because I've said this, like they have the most championship equity in the NBA. Like they have the most equity in the NBA when it comes to the championship. Like the Clippers are great. The Thunder are really good. The Wolves have an awesome defense. Boston's the best regular season team in the league. The Knicks are red hot. The Bucks have a lot of weapons. But if you ask me, like, who has the ability, like, who has the, the, the best chance this season, I'm going to tell you that it's the Nuggets. And a lot of that has to do, quite simply, with Nikola Jokic. Because when you have a 15, when you've got 15, and you know that every time that they he steps on the court, that he's going to be the guy, you have this opportunity to open up that window. And it means that even when the situation isn't right for you, even when things don't go, and I'll, we'll say this, we've talked about this, about how last year, everything went right for the Nuggets. 
everything lined up for them. They had the right opponents at the right time. Everyone stayed healthy and they got there. And the conversations that we've had this year where I've said like, look, it's going to be harder. I talked about that on Saturday. Like it's going to be harder. That doesn't mean that they can't do it. And the reason is, is that when you come up against that adversity and there's a chance for them to fail, you can always go back to, you have 15, you have that guy. And when you have that guy on your team, in sports, you can do it. When you have 15, you can absolutely go out there and make plays. And even if that means it may not always be pretty, you may be, it may be like late in the series and they're down double digits, but they're able to come back and it may, they may have to force overtime, but they can come back and then they can get it done because Nikola Jokic is really that good. Um, and that's really how to, how to make it happen. And so I think it's really important um, to kind of like, respect that as, as far as like how this kind of goes. I also think that the whole team this year does carry itself. I will say this, the, the, look, there's conversations about like Jamal and his inconsistency and like Aaron and some of the, the stretches that he's had and the bench, obviously, which we've talked about a lot, but like, look, you don't need everyone to play the best all the time. You need guys to play the best when it matters. And the nuggets have that capability to do that. Um, it's definitely getting ahead of ourselves to talk about a dynasty. Like I said that when they were talking about it right after the win, I was like, just take this one. Like you finally won a championship, just accept it. But I will say that like, you can't underestimate how much having the best player in your sport matters because they will find ways to get it done. And Jokic has consistently proven that he will find ways. I mean, you look at the Lakers game, right? All that momentum against them tough environment on the road, Kobe Knight, et cetera. Austin Reeves makes one step. Like the thing about that pass that Jokic made to MPJ was that like Jokic was making that pass as Austin was coming over. He didn't feel Austin on, on his hip and then make the pass. He knew Austin was coming over and he was already turning to make the pass. Austin just couldn't get like Austin was there, but Jokic was able to kind of make his way through that. Um, so I think it's important to kind of keep in mind that Jokic is always going to be able to deliver that for you. And you've got, when you have a number two that is able to deliver so consistently like Jamal, that gives you a lot of chances too. And this team has a lot of belief. Like that's a lot of it. It's like, you have to believe that no matter the situation that you're in, you have an opportunity to it. And like, again, I don't think like, it's one thing to be, you, know, you, you dream of like, they're going to win five in a row. That may not be how it happens. Like you may win one and then you may lose in the finals the next year. And then you may lose in the uh, Western conference finals but then you can go back to back. Like there's all these ways to get it done to form this dynasty while Jokic is still very much in his prime. And look, I, I think Jamal deserves a lot of credit and deserves to be mentioned as a nuggets. Great for what he's done in the playoffs. He's a killer. I think AG is a guy that like I cape for more than anything. Cause he does all that dirty work. I think KCP's contributions. I think Michael Malone, who I have constantly lauded as a great coach for this franchise and a great coach in the league deserves more credit. But I also think that we have gotten so used to Jokic 27, 8, and 5. Jokic 31, 12, and, and 7. Jokic 35, 15, 15. We've gotten so used to it that we don't talk about it enough. And so it's important. And there's no like real reason tonight to talk about it. I just feel like it's important that to note that when you have the best player in your respective sport, like Nikola Jokic, you're going to have that opportunity to win every single year. 
that even when conditions aren't right, you're going to have that, that chance. We'll talk about like how that can kind of come about what that means for this year and all of that. We'll do that up next on locked on nuggets. I want to say about LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It'll give you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. A lot of this is that you're going to have tools to figure out who the right person is for the job. Like it's not just that general, that's a very cliche thing, but the things that LinkedIn jobs gives you as a tool mean that you can hone in on culture or you can hone in on skills or you can hone in on experience. You can really think about your job that you're listing and find the right way to do it. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and you might not have the time or resources to hire and they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Two and a half million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We'll be right back here on Locked on Nuggets. Back here on Locked on Nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us on a Friday night. I'm sorry for no... Um, World's finest. Uh, Adam and I'll be back on Wednesday, providing I can get back to uh, Colorado. Also, if you have enjoyed um, this beard that I have grown um, since, I don't know, last day, five weeks approximately since, I don't know, various things. Like the, the end of the of the NFL regular season is, is when I started growing this beard. Uh, it's going away on Monday. So if you're annoyed, like I called my wife after, I don't know, some weird sporting event happened tonight and I called her in the aftermath and she said, I'm so excited about the outcome of that game. When are you shaving? So not, not, not a big fan of, of the grizzly beard that I got going on my wife. So that's going away. Uh, let's talk about what it's going to take for the Nuggets to, to be a dynasty. Okay. And again, this is a very presumptuous episode by me to talk about like the Nuggets being a dynasty when they've won one title. That's a presumptuous thing to say. I'm not denying that. But what for whatever reason, I just think about tonight and about the capacity when you have the best player and what that opens up for you to do when you do have the best player. And I, I think Giannis is awesome. I've talked to Cam about that. I think Giannis is underrated for what he's able to do on both ends. I think Shea Gilders Alexander is MVP this season. I was arguing with Nuggets fans today. I personally feel Shea right now, if I had a vote, and the vote was today, I would give Shea the MVP. That doesn't mean that I don't think that Jokic is the best player in the league, because I do. And that changes things, right? I mean, all the time, great athletes win MVP, and then you know the playoffs come, and they're not able to, to do the best thing. Like um, They were at all time in a, in a golf tournament, and then they wind up just absolutely shanking a, a, a putt. Or, I don't know, like you're a dominant pitcher and then you just get shelled or I don't know, like you're one of the best quarterbacks in the league and you win another MVP and then you throw in a triple coverage. Like that stuff happens. And so my point here though, is like, I can think Shea is at the MVP and still think Jokic is the best player in the league. And that opens the door, but this is important is like, there will be years if the nuggets are going to do this, right? Like they got to win another one in the next, I don't know, two, three years, they got to do that. And then 
what they got to be able to do is even when things don't go right, they have to find their, their ways into the conversation. And there's a team I think that really embodies this where they don't have the best season and they don't look good and they've lost a bunch of games and everyone counts them out. And then they find it and they just find a way to win the championship. And that's of course the San Antonio Spurs in 2007. Um, the Spurs were not the best team in basketball. They just weren't. The Suns were better. The Mavericks were better. Both those teams were better than the Spurs, but the Mavericks got knocked out by the Warriors and Robert Ory hip checked Steve Nash, prompting three guys to step on a court and get suspended. And that flipped the entire series. And that was weird circumstances. But that's kind of the point, though, is like at the end of it, the Spurs wound up in the finals versus a Cavs team that was not prepared to be there. And sometimes you're not the best team, but you have the best grit and you have the best way to control the game. And you're able to make the plays when it matters. Like, even if you're all the way in there, as far as you've made it this far and you're feeling good, you will have times when it doesn't feel like they're playing that well, but you can still win. Now, I don't think that's this year because I think the Nuggets have been, I don't know. I would say the Nuggets have been... Over the course of the entire season, I think the Nuggets have been the third best team in the NBA regular season. I think it's the Celtics and then the Thunder, and then I think it's the Nuggets. The Clippers are very close behind, and the Clippers have been better the last two months than the Nuggets have been the last two months. But over the course of the entire season, which those games do count, the Nuggets have been better, Okay, Um, especially when you factor health and injuries and spots and everything else. So my point here is that there will be you know years you need to make hay while you have a really good team but that's part of this too is there are situations where you will think you have the best team and you won't win like the 2013 spurs they they had the best team that year and they didn't win miami beat them now i liked miami in that series that's the best basketball i've ever seen and it came down to a handful of plays and it was amazing. It was that's, I am still honored to cover that series, but it's important to kind of note that, that like there will be years when the nuggets are the best team and they don't win. And yes, the, the CBA is specifically geared to try and keep them away. Like to try and make sure that the nuggets can't sustain this. Like then the league wants parody, but Denver's done a really good job. And this is where the stuff with Calvin Booth really does come in is that, Investing in the young guys and trying to build them up, it matters down the line because it does keep your window open because it, you, the Nuggets, let me put it this way, the Nuggets have committed to Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. They've committed to J- Jalen Pickett and Julian Strother. They've committed to those guys. Yes. But also, by not necessarily making moves which exhaust their reserves – They have the option to see as far as they can go this year. And if they win it, great. And if not, and then opportunity arises, they can pounce on it. And that does matter. We've talked about this before, but this is really important where you do have to keep the big picture in mind, which is we have to give Jokic as many chances as possible. Because if you just get Jokic into the playoffs, it is so difficult to beat him. And you say like, well, they only won the title once. Yeah, because... They ran in 2020. They weren't ready. They weren't ready in 2020. Their roster wasn't ready. And they were hurt. And since they've been ready, they've been awesome. And we only have that one year. But I will say this. like I would be shocked, stunned, surprised if the Nuggets are eliminated before the conference finals this year. 
you get to the final four, anything can happen. But I do think it's important that Denver not make moves out of a sense of false urgency because they need to have so much faith in what they have. You need to understand the opportunity. Now, there's a balance to be struck here, right? Because this is something I was talking about with some friends with the Mavericks where there was so much pressure to build a contender around Luka that the Mavericks honestly overextended themselves too early and they pushed too hard. And then they had to deal with it. And now like they're out of assets and everyone's like, what terrible trades? They're out of assets. And it's like, well, you wanted them to put a winning team around Luca, And to do that, you have to spend assets. The Nuggets have done a really good job of putting a winning team around Nikola Jokic without having to do that, without having to, to sacrifice their future. They still have a lot of liquidity. They still have a lot of options. You know, would it help if Zeke Naji were a valuable trade asset? Absolutely. Would it help if Julian Strother looked a little bit more solid? 100%. Would it help if Jalen Pickett was like playable right now? Yes, absolutely. Would it help if Christian Brown was having a better season? For sure. But like the long-term plan of this is where you get into the opportunity that you get yourself into the position where you can have as many chances as possible and as long as and i'll say this this is i do want to stress this there is a huge element here which is the commitment that the rest of the players have to this team to each other because there are not egos they don't get like mpj is not jealous and jamal's not jealous jamal's not like well i want to be the guy jamal's like joker's awesome he's amazing he's the mvp he's the best player i'm great too like that's the attitude of the nuggets is I'm great too, which is what you want is like everybody contributes. Everybody recognizes what Joker does and he sets you up to have this opportunity to be able to do that. So um, that to me is like why it's so important to kind of recognize what they can do. They really can have a dynasty, but it's going to mean that not only taking advantage of opportunities when things are going great, but also just finding a way to get there when things don't, you won't always have the best team but you might wind up winning the championship anyway. Um, on the other side, I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks game. We'll preview that as well as a little bit of uh, house cleaning on the rest of the trade deadline. We'll talk about that up next on Locked on Nuggets. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventures could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventures to the next level. I got to tell you guys, there is absolutely nothing in the world that I love more as a car than my Nissan Rogue. It is absolutely phenomenal. I am getting ready to get another one. Like I am actively looking for another Rogue. It is the best car that I have ever had. It's the perfect for city drives and great escapes. I've taken it to Breck up to see mountain goats. I have taken it to Denver every day to slog through I-25 and get to Nuggets games. I have driven it to Moab. I have taken it um, into uh, Phoenix and driven it around in that city as well. It is awesome. The Nissan Rogue 2024 has class-exclusive Google built-in. Is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next adventure. You can also check out the Armada, which will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4. They can sit up to 
eight in first class luxury and style. So you can beam through the city or take on the mountains, tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. We'll be right back on Locked on Nuggets. Locked On's launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now you can find it also on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league like the NFL, which I think just wrapped up their season. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Um, let's talk about the game versus the Bucks on Monday. So um, obviously, kind of a big game. They're facing Milwaukee in Milwaukee. They beat them. In Denver, they have matched up really well with the Bucks through the years. And like I say that in part because Jokic has like gotten a triple double in about 45 seconds every time that they face them. Giannis is uh, probable. Dame is probable. Chris Middleton's out for this game. Nuggets injury report, uh, I believe, is clean outside of, I want to say, KCP. Uh, yeah, KCP's been upgraded to questionable, so that probably means he's going to play. MPJ is probable for this game. So those two guys that missed the Kings game probably going to be back for this one. I would imagine they're both back. Um, they'll push those guys through the end of the week before All Star, and then they get the time off, which will be really good for the Nuggets to get healthy. All right, so let's talk about this. Um, that matchup is really fascinating because Brook Lopez traditionally is such a big deterrent, but he has such a problem with Yoke, and that's like a big key is. Yoke is able to hit those floaters, and that's really a problem for 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 Brolo. Also, Brolo tends to give him space, which is why Jokic always tests those threes. If Yoke hits his threes in this matchup, that's going to force Lopez further and further out, or force them to switch. And if that's the case, the Nuggets are then going to tear them up and pick and roll. Um, that's one of the reasons that Jokic does it. Is it's not even so much a matter of like he's open; it's more of if I can drag the further I drag Lopez out. Just by shooting, the more the back winds up being open because Lopez wants to park himself back in that paint. He is the best drop defender in the league in pick and roll. That's where I think Murray, um, his mid-range game can be really effective. Like this is a pretty favorable matchup for Denver overall. Now, that said, uh, they're going to be a lot better defensively, I think, over the long haul. They've lost all these games with Doc, but I think they're probably going to turn a corner. I think there's probably like a, a chance for them to be able to, uh, to to really improve here. I'm expecting a very good effort out of the Bucks here. They're going to start turning the corner. So this is going to be a pretty tough battle. And this is another one. The weakness of the Bucks really is their bench. They have an absolutely horrible bench. They have a worse bench than the Nuggets, but they're at home. So this is key, right? We've talked about, I've talked a lot about how bad the Nuggets bench has been on the road. This is a situation where they need to avoid being the minus 15. Because of their minus 15, I don't think the Nuggets starters are going to win all three stints versus or three stints of the four versus the Bucks starters. Even if everybody, if everybody plays, maybe if like if Dame doesn't play or if Jan, especially if Giannis doesn't play, they can win and win easy. But if Giannis and, and Dame both play, even without mid, I do think that the Bucks wind up um, splitting at least the starting minutes and probably getting an edge like. They're at home. They're a very good team. They should win those minutes, which makes it all the more important for the bench to play well. You need a Reggie Jackson game here because that that Bucks bench is very small. And Reggie does pretty well when he's got space to maneuver on the inside, but they've got to spread them out. That Bucks defense is very poor. So you need attacking. You need a good Peyton Watson game. You need a good Reggie Jackson game. Um, I do think this is a DJ game because I think he'll be able to rebound well as long as he holds on to it and doesn't get stripped. But 
this is one where I think that that bench matchup is going to matter a lot more than it ever has before. Um, and so that's like a really big key, I think, in this matchup. Now, if they win, I do want to say this. If the Nuggets win, they will have basically proven that they have matchup advantages versus the Celtics and the Bucks. Sixers are tough. We don't know if Embiid's going to be back. We don't know, know about that. The Knicks, we can't really judge because they were that was a throwaway game. We don't know, right? Um, I don't think anybody expects the Knicks to come out of the Eastern Conference. I think they might. Like, Jalen Brunson's really good. He's a tough dude. What I'm trying to get at here is, like, finals matchups. This one kind of matters. The Bucks did hang in Denver. They had a chance to win that game. So this is going to be, I think, a really good test for Denver. And it's their, obviously, their last good test before the All-Star break. This is going to be a really good test of where Denver's at coming off of a loss versus the Kings, right? Versus a really good team on the road. This is a, a nice spot for Denver to kind of test themselves, test out new schemes, see if you can slow down Giannis, throw Peyton Watson on Damian Lillard, try out different things and see if you can come away with a win. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see that tomorrow night. That's all I've got for you tonight. It's a short episode just because um, I'll be honest with you. I'm exhausted and I've got a long day tomorrow traveling back to Denver. So quick episode tonight. Appreciate you guys being with us tomorrow. Cam will be with you to recap the Bucks game. And then on Wednesday, Adam and I'll return for world's finest. I appreciate you guys being with us. Hope you have yourselves a great week. Enjoy it. And we'll talk to you guys again next time on Locked on Nuggets.